Sean T, and it's time to trust and believe. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Everybody here has a superpower. Everybody here has a passion. Everybody here has something that they want to transform. Everyone here is on a transformation journey. Whether you are an entrepreneur, whether you are in a new marriage, whether you're just out of one, whether you have kids, everything is new, everything is growing, and everybody wants to transform. I transform people through weight loss. And so, if you can all, for one second, be selfish and think about what it is that you want for your journey right now, Think about, think to yourself, what do I want to transform? What do I want to transform into what is the end goal? And when you think about that, the first thing you have to understand is, and develop, is your belief system. Okay? Now, how many people want to have a successful job? A new business? A great relationship? Who's like, I just want to be happy? (laughs) All right, that's fine, you just want to be happy. But in order to have a successful transformation, you can't think about where you are starting right now. Your personal belief system started a long time ago. So, in exercise, and a lot of you know this, in the world of social media, you see the before and after photo, right? You see somebody's like, this is day one. No, no, actually, you see this. This is day one. And then, sorry, I'm playing with my mic because I move around a lot. You see, this is day one, and then you see, this is day two. <laughs> or, or day 52, or whatever, right? So everyone thinks of the before and after as the before and after, but what you really don't understand is the before happened long before this snapshot in time. So whatever your journey is, and when you think about your transformation, your transformation started a long time ago. If you're an entrepreneur and you're starting a new business, guess what? Your transformation started when you had the job before because you're building momentum up to the place that you are right now. If you're a person that wants to lose weight and you're looking at this day, this moment as day one for you to transform and go on this journey, it started a long time ago when you started to eat that pizza every night. Okay, it's not you are, you are now at a place where you want to move forward, but before you were at a place where I say when people are, don't want to go back to that heavy person that they were before, when they're like, I don't want to go back there, but why don't you? 
Because that heavy person that took that first step is the strongest person you know. Imagine having to do 45 tower squats, 50 pounds heavier, right? Imagine having to do 45 push-ups when you could barely move to get out of bed. So don't think about today and saying, you know, I'm going to start this fitness journey right now and this is, I want to transform. It started a long time ago when you took that first mental step to say, I want to get out of this place and I want to move to the next place of who I am. So if we look at today where you are right now on your transformation journey, you are already elevated. You are already at the next step. So if you're a person out there who's questioning, can I do this, will I do this? You have to think to yourself, I've already done this. Not to get too much into my story, but at eight years old, I was sexually abused every single night. And you know what? Every single day in the present time, I go back to that eight-year-old kid, to eight-year-old Shawnee, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not happy that that happened to you, but thank you. Because you elevated me to get to this point, to this level where I am right now. And once you establish your belief system, which is your ability to want to succeed, your ability to want to succeed even if you've fallen short before. And that's for those people who are out there who say, I don't actually know if I can do this because I tried it before and I failed. Your belief system is your ability to want. Do you want this to happen? And then there are needs and then there are wants. The want is your passion and power to want to go after something to be the best that you can be. Your needs are non-negotiable. So you now have to say, what are the needs for this journey moving this point forward? So internally, wherever you're going through or wherever you're going after, whether you're extremely happy or if you're in a place where you want to build yourself up in internal happiness, you have to ask yourself and know the difference between the needs and the wants because that establishes your belief system. And it is okay, before I move forward, it is okay to look back at 8-year-old Shawnee or 35-year-old Susie, whoever you are, to look back and say, hey, Give me the baton so we can move forward. So now you can already understand that what happened to you before has prepared you for now, and now you're at the top of the hill. Have any of you ever ridden a roller coaster before? Are any of you out there like, I'm never riding a roller coaster, so don't even ask me? Right, some of y'all. So if you think about a roller coaster ride, right? Like eight-year-old Shawnee and 36-year-old Susie started back there, and then they went on this climb. They went on this climb to see, okay, even a person that ate the pizza every day of their life, they're on this climb, it's like, okay, I'm eating, I'm eating, I'm, I'm like doing all this stuff, I'm going through all this turmoil, and you're on the roller coaster, and you get, and you go, and you go, and now you're at the very top. And now you've decided that you want to transform into something, or build a business into something, or be happier in a relationship, or happier out of an old relationship, and now you can see what it is that you really want because now you are elevated, right? So now that you are elevated, you're at the top of that roller coaster. Mm-mm-mm. And nowadays, you have, I don't know if y'all know, but I ride roller coasters every summer. Now they do this thing where you get to the top of the roller coaster and for some reason they want to stop up there, I guess for the people who are like afraid of heights and stuff. And I'm like, really, y'all had to stop? And then sometimes you see on the news where people get stuck at the top and then you get really nervous, like, am I stuck or am I, right? But that's what happens in life. But that's actually what happens during your transformation. You do all this stuff, you get ready to start a new job or whatever the case may be, and then you're like, holy crap, 
like I'm about to do this, right? And then the drop happens. You start going full speed, you're in it. This happens at the beginning of every year when people do their, their um, what do they call it? The reason why I didn't say it is because I don't believe in them. That's why I didn't say it. So they do those, those things that you just said, right? So people do these things. And especially in fitness, after three days of doing these things, they feel sore. And they call you up on day one, your, your, your girlfriend, your homeboy or whatever, they call you up on day one and like, yo, I just did this workout. Like I'm killing the game. I ate a salad for lunch. Ah. People be like, yo, I ate a salad for lunch, right? You ate the salad for lunch, you had a good day, everything is feeling smooth, day two comes, you're like, you know what, I'm gonna do this again, cool, like I'm feeling good, boom, I had another salad for lunch, ah. And then day three comes, and you wake up, and you like, holy shit. You're like, I'm sore as hell, right? You're like, oh my God, I can barely stand up. And then you're pushing and you're like, and then you call your friend up, you be like, girl, I'm sore today, I'm gonna take the day off. <laughs> and what happens with most people, that one day off is the end of their journey. And he's laughing at you. <laughs> Stop, it's not funny. But it's a really serious thing. And people don't understand that that third day of soreness is the best thing that ever happened to you. And what that's called is the implementation dip. And everybody goes through it. No matter how amazing you feel at this very moment, no matter if you have all the money in the world, no matter if you have 100 pounds to lose and you're struggling through an internal and external weight loss journey, the implementation dip is real, and that's that roller coaster ride. And then all the momentum that you've carried from before that's elevated you up here, you have like the happiness, you have the, the workout, you have the salad. And all you have your workouts and you're pushing, you're pushing, you're like holy crap, day three, you're down here. And see, people stop down there because they don't understand that the implementation dip is actually a part of the process. It's a part of the process. And so I say, if you're actually going through your dip right now, if you're at the bottom of the hill of that, fir of that first hill of the roller coaster, embrace the moment. I have a friend right now who just quit his job. He's been talking to me about quitting his job for a very long time. He quit his job, he's scrounging to get new clients, he's very stressed, he sends me text messages, he's like, oh my gosh, you know, what am I gonna do, what can I do? And I'm like, enjoy the moment. Enjoy the moment of, of fear because fear is false evidence appearing real, right? But what people don't understand is the power. The power that pushed you down that hill is the same power that's going to push you up. So the implementation dip is real. The implementation dip is something you should grasp onto. And just like on the roller coaster, and just like in my workouts, I'll say, I always say you have to go down to go up. If you think about the, your personal belief system that we talked about before, whenever you decided to, to do whatever you were doing, which was eating that pizza or if something bad happened to you, you already had to climb, but from there, you had to climb from no momentum at all. So you mean to tell me that now you've 
put together this amazing website, you have this amazing content, and, and, or you started this amazing journey, you have the food, you have the fitness, you have the, you have the entire plan in front of you, and now you hit bottom for one second and you're gonna be like, oh my God, I can't do this? But you actually started from no momentum to begin with? No. The implementation dip is part of the process, it's part of the roller coaster of life. And so, when you're on that roller coaster and you get to the bottom, now you're like, oh, well this is no problem, I'm just gonna shoot right back up and you can take that power. Right now, and I'm gonna get to the third section of this, right now I'm going through a, I'm creating a new workout, I'm not gonna tell you what the name is because I'm not trying to promote my stuff here, I'm just telling you I'm creating a new workout, but <laughs> it's done in three phases. Commit, climb, and conquer. Think of your life in, that, in those three phases or the thing that you're going through right now, think of it in those three phases. Are you committed? Because you won't be able to climb if you're not committed. So when you're at the bottom of that hill and the implementation dip, you have to take everything that you did up into that moment and you have to put it into a little ball of commitment. And now, if you've committed, you've already been through the tough times, you've already been through the times where you're like, oh my gosh, I have to gather a team, or whatever the case may be. You've committed, and now you can take that ball, and now you can go to the phase of climb. And the climb phase is called climb and repeat. Write this down for yourself. If you have fallen into the implementation dip and you feel like you can't get out of it, or the next time you do, because the climb and repeat, mm, sound like I'm about to eat a cheesesteak, but <laughs> that climb and repeat phase is that moment where you're doing insanity and you're doing those last floor sprints. If you haven't tried insanity, you need to go do that tonight. And you're just going to do your, in those floor sprints and Sean T is like, you're right there. I love Sean T, by the way. It's like, you're right there. Like, you, you, like keep going. And you're in that push. And now it's time for you to climb and repeat. So in this program that I'm working on right now, we just transformed just yesterday. We tra actually, they're doing it today. They just went from their commitment phase and they've graduated to the climb phase. And so I wanna explain this to you. If anyone has been on a 5K run, and I know Lewis has y'all working out and doing yoga and, and like whatever workout you do, especially outside when you're running, you start running and when people do a 5K or, or a marathon, they're like, oh, it's flat. This is like really nice. And they're talking to their friends like, yeah, I'm here last night and all this stuff. And oh my gosh. My God. And then all of a sudden during the, the, the run, there's a little incline. And then everybody goes, I'm like, yeah, I have fun. Like, <laughs> people stop talking. You know, like when people start eating, they stop talking. That's the same thing that happens in the climb phase. They literally, it's like, holy shit, like I really need to focus right now. <laughs> and the climb phase, which is the most amazing thing, is really about you now connecting to who you are. I was doing a, a Spartan race about five months ago, and Serena Williams and I were together at this one, per, one part of the Spartan race. And, you know, she had talked about how she just, she just had a baby and she's trying to come back and she's playing these tournaments and we get to the part of the Spartan race where, where you have the sandbag. And we're walking around the, the thing with the sandbag and she says to me, she says, you know what? This is my favorite part of the race because I really believe that life and challenges are about the weight on your shoulders. 
And she says, I can't wait to get to the end of this because when I release this weight off my shoulders with this bag, that's where I feel like I can breathe. And that's why I always say to people, it's not about the weight, it's about the baggage you carry in your life. Who are you surrounding yourself with? Who are the five closest people to you? Because they're the people that's going to help take you out and the baggage when you get rid of that that's going to take you out of that implementation dip and help you climb and repeat. And the reason why I say repeat is because you go up and guess what's going to happen when you go up? Yep, because the more amazing you become and all of you in here are great and you're all amazing and unique, But the more you connect to the amazingness that you are right now and you're going to get to the top of the hill over and over and over again, the further you push yourself, the further you're going to have that implementation dip again. And then it's going to go up and down. But where in the first time where a lot of people give up, when you experience it again because you've had power, you have commitment, you have passion, now you say, I actually believe. Like I, can, I believe I can get through this because consistency over time is trust. So if you are consistent in what you're doing over the time that you are doing it, you can trust and believe that things and great things are going to happen. And so now that you know that belief system, now that you have your ability to want to succeed, even if you've fallen short before and you know that the implementation dip is going to happen and it's a part of the journey, when you get to the dip, now you know you can climb. Now you can utilize your superpowers. And I'm going to go through these superpowers really quick, but efficiently. The first superpower is getting uncomfortable. You need to do something very, very uncomfortable every single day of your life. And I have to do a full disclosure moment, and I think Lewis is on the side here. I've spoken 18,000 times, and every time before I got on stage, like I was back there listening to his brother play his violin, and I'm like, you can either run out the door. (laughs) And see, y'all laughing at me, and I'm trying to give y'all a little moment, like I was having a moment. I was like, you can run out this door and be like, Lewis, I got really sick, I got diarrhea, or you can run down the middle of this aisle. Because if you ask anyone in my family, I was a really shy kid, right? So every single time I step on a stage, I'm like, I have to find some sort of power within to push past this uncomfortable space. The second superpower that you have to unleash, do something uncomfortable every single day, and then when you decide to do it, you have to be full out. That means if you, the minute you commit to doing something, you have to be full out. There can't be any more questions. If you decide to go down this road, you have to go down that road. You can't backtrack and be like, but what's down there? If you decide to go here, because down this road, there's going to be many side streets where people are going to come out or you might take a little side street and be like, oh my gosh, I learned that and go back onto the road. You have to be full out and fully committed. The next thing you have to be, when, after you be, the third superpower that you have to have, which is one of my favorite superpowers, is flexible. If you are saying, I'm going to do X and you, your X only looks like the X in the alphabet, you know how like when you, do, when you put something on social media and they're like, well, which font do you want, right? And you go through a thousand times trying to get the right font. 
That's you being flexible. So it's not just, your X is not going to just look like this. It might have a little thing like this. It might be a little more like this. It might be long. It might be capital. It might be lowercase. But you have to be flexible. If someone tells me, like, if this might cut out right now, I have to be ready for a handheld. If the handheld cuts out, I have to be ready for a lob. And if, the, if, the, if all the lights went out, then y'all would just have to listen to me sing, okay? <laughs> Because the thing is, you have to be flexible. If something's not working, it doesn't mean you, which is are you are your machine, it doesn't mean your machine has cut off. You just have to be flexible and find another way because there is always another way. Just like I talk about when you go through your life and you are pushing to the end of your workout, there's always a reserve. So go one extra second. And even if in that moment you have to stop, you have to say to yourself, I can do this. And once you learn how to be flexible, once you get past that point of being flexible, the next superpower is creativity. And creativity, a lot of people say, I'm not creative. But you know what? You are creative. And you want to know why you're creative? Because you are unique. There is no other person like you in this world, this auditorium, wherever. And so I'll say, and some of you might laugh, when I was a young kid in third grade, I remember my teacher telling me that, all snowflakes are different. And I was like, wow. And I still utilize that today. You are like no one else. You can eat the same food. You can do the same exercise. You can actually be the same weight. And if you and, a, and, you and someone else lost the same amount of weight, you're still going to look different. Because your DNA is made up of you. The way you think, the way you feel, the way you execute whatever it is that you want to do. So be creative. And being creative doesn't require you to be extra creative. Being creative requires you to be 100% authentic to who you are. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. And when you are authentic to who you are, then you can do the next superpower. You can be positively selfish. Most people look at the word selfish as a negative connotation. It's like, oh my God, like she's all about her. And you know, she should stand over there and be like, you damn right, because without me, nothing will exist in my world. You are the nucleus of your existence, okay? So be you. Have that moment each and every day where you are positively selfish. For all other parents out there, I have almost 11-month-old twin boys, and I'm telling you right now, like... For the first three months, like I couldn't tell you how many times Scott and I sat on a step and cried to each other, like full disclosure, and was like, I wonder if there's a way we can scientifically give them back. <laughs> I still think about it today. No, I don't, I don't, I don't. But then we realized that we had to be positively selfish. Because without a happy us and without us giving back to ourselves, our children will not be able to thrive in a way in a moment of happiness. Woo! 
So we started giving back to ourselves. And I'll leave it at that. So give back to yourself. Every day, give to yourself. Give to yourself. One of the things I love about Lewis is he says, you know, I love to serve. I love to serve. I love to serve. Right. And I always say to him and to myself, it's like, how do we fill ourselves up? How do we fill our cup? So be positively selfish in your transformation. No matter what your story, no matter what your journey, what are you going to give to you? Because a happy you creates a happier, a happier force field of positivity around you. And people can feed off of that, but they can't feed off of a dry glass. Because you might operate, you might operate in a dry glass, but guess what? The glass is going to break. It's going to break. So you have to fill it up and keep it nice and wet. Keep it wet. (laughs) Superpower number six. Superpower number six is feeling it. Mm. After you're positively selfish, you have to feel what it is that you're doing. Now, some people say that this superpower should have been in the beginning. They say, like, shouldn't you feel what you're doing in the beginning? But you have to go through the process of change and the process of you and unleashing these superpowers. And I ask you right now, are you on a journey? Are you building a business? Are you in a relationship? Are you on a weight loss journey that you feel? Like, do you feel it? Like, are you doing it for you? Not everyone else. Are you doing it for you? You have to feel it. You have to embrace it. You have to live it. You have to love it so that it's authentically you. Truth, trust, and transparency. If you have those three things along your journey, you are on the right path. If you're not truthful with yourself, I almost did that, sorry. If you're not truthful with yourself, then you definitely can't trust yourself. And guess what? The mirror is black. And I don't know if y'all seen that show Black Mirror, but it's crazy, okay? So you have to be truth, trust, and transparency. And the last superpower, you have to go absolutely bananas, go crazy. Here it is. When I came out with Insanity in 2009, people told me I was crazy. But when I was asked, why should people do this workout or who should do this workout? And the answer that they were trying to get from me in the infomercial was that it was, it's going to be easy and it's going to give you a great weight loss. And you know what I said? It's not for a person who's lazy. It's not for a person that finds excuses. It's for the person that wants to take their body to peak physical condition. So I ask you, are you going to go bananas in your journey? No, 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 no. Y'all cheer louder for me and Lewis. Are you going to go bananas in your journey? Yes. Yes, 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 and yes. You have to look at your transformation and whatever it is that you want to be and whatever it is that you want to do. And when you tell people this is what you want to do, the more they say, oh my God, you're crazy. Like, oh my God, that's crazy. The better you are. The more unique you are. The more you're going to experience that implementation dip. The more you're going to go back to that belief system to say, even if I've fallen short before, I'm going to believe and I'm going to keep wanting and needing this so that I can succeed. I want to finish with this. When I was eight years old, I asked my mother if I could be a ballerina. I think she got a little scared. She's my biggest fan now. But she told me, she said to me, little boys don't dance. I don't think she knew how to answer that question. And I remember that moment of her telling me, little boys don't dance. But dancing was part of the passion. It was a part of my soul. 
And so in 2007, I made my first million dollars by dancing. Okay? So I tell you this, and I want to finish with this. If people tell you you can't do it, but you believe that you can do it, trust and believe in who you are. And if you conquer your mind, you will transform your life. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. So much fun, man. Oh. It's early. I got to wake you guys up. <laughs> Don't tell anyone I was breathing hard. <laughs> oh, man, that was good. We should get everyone dancing again at the end. Well, you know I was... I mean? So here's the thing. Full disclosure, I was actually looking at my clock because yeah, we had to do our, our dance again. But then I didn't have time, so I was just like... But I did okay. want to say that I chose that song, and I don't know if you listened to it. I chose that song, we're going to rise, 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 rise till we fall. Because you're constantly going to rise, and then you're going to fall. Mm. But, you, but you can't look at it as a fall, like a plummet. You have to look at it as, I, I have to go down to go up. Like, if I jump, to jump as high as I can, boom, I have to come down here. Mm -hmm. As a high jumper or a long jumper... With the minute they land, they have to hit here. Even if I try, even if I try to jump from this position, which I can, you didn't see my knees bent, but guess what? My toes had to go push into the ground to come up. Sure. So you can't look at failure or defeat as a negative thing. That is, and that is the, the point at which you get your most power. And even if, for the super skeptic that says, well, what about a rocket? Right? A rocket's already on the ground. It's not going down. But the fire comes out the bottom. Ooh. The passion shoots from the bottom so that you can push up. Like, you have to release your fire and your passion. Like I said, in the final superpower, which is bananas. Like, you have to go so unbelievably hard mm. and really push and not be afraid to go down because I promise you will go up. Mm. We've got a question. We've got a question. I Where the mic's at? Hands. Come on up. Where are the mic's we at? some right here. Right here? Is that a mic? Okay, go right here to the lady standing up right next to you. What's your okay. name? What are you grateful for? And your question. My name is Skye. I'm from Boston, but I live in Los Angeles. I'm grateful for, woo, grateful for my family and grateful to be here. I'm a video creator, storyteller, producer. And I make videos about health and wellness to inspire others to live their healthiest, happiest lives. So I'd like to ask you what stories need to be told mm. to impact society, inspire and elevate society to live our most vibrant, healthiest, happiest lives. What stories as in your personal stories or what stories in, no, in what general? No, what stories in general? In what do general. people need to hear? So, you know, I always say through struggle comes strength. And, you know, I, I talk about a secret backpack. In my book, I talk about the secret backpack. No matter what you've been through, if you're here today and you're breathing and you're living today, you can actually reach in your secret backpack because, because there is a tool that you've gained and you've earned in order to progress forward. And if you were to, to go through something again, you're like, hey, I kind of been through that, so I can reach in my secret backpack and utilize it. So my challenge to you is... 
Tell stories where people have challenges, but don't just show like, oh my gosh, they overcame. What did they learn from this? What is the superpower that they got from it? And more importantly, what is the tool that they have and like what tools are they using? I would love to see a video where you literally do, you know, some sort of graphic of a tool, like of these people utilizing this power because we are inspired a lot by video of people overcoming obstacles, but what is that one thing? What is that one thing? And I think society needs to see the, you know, I say truth, trust, and transparency, full transparency. And I'll say this, when I wrote my book, when I talk about my sexual abuse in my book, there are some people who read the, um, the galley and they were like, oh my gosh, that's too much. And I'm like, great. <laughs> I'm like, because there are a lot of people out there who've been sexually abused or raped and they, they're so quiet because they're afraid to tell their story. And I'm like, I'm telling a story and I'm telling a story in such graphic detail that people, because... We a lot of times tell story for the, for the surface, for people to get, we want to get a rise, but how deep can you go? Like how deep can you go for the people who are silent and are, um, and they are stifled by silence? Like what kind of stories can you say to give people strength to say, you know, I need to utilize that tool and I want to say something and I need to go deep. I think also listening, I think that's great. Thank you for Thank sharing you. that. And I think also really listening to what people are saying is their biggest pain. Whatever they say their biggest pain is, whether it's your, friend, your close friends, whether you just are seeing these conversations on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, and people talk about the same pain over and over again, that's the video you should make that speaks to the pain, I think. Because that's the one that people are going to uh, resonate with the most, it's going to help them the most, and it's probably going to be reach farther than just some generic video. So speak to the pain. Yeah. Yeah. I, I taught in Sandy in college, hottest workout on campus. Just oh, you thank got, you. You got to try it if you have. <laughs> thank you so much. Very cool. And good luck, Scott. Uh, where's the mic at? Okay, right. <laughs> Let's go up here. You got the mic? Uh, pick someone next to you who's got their hand up. Over here, okay. We got to run around, sorry. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Name, what you're grateful for, and quick question. All right, uh, my name is Matt Conti from uh, Yorktown, Virginia. Uh, grateful for you, Lewis, but Sean, like, I can't even say how much you've changed my life. It's how many instructor, been for about five years, so. Um, Thank you. So, 
Like, I feel like I've hit my high, like you're talking about, when I was an instructor teaching five classes a week. Um, but then I went down. What do you do to prepare yourself on the way down for that low mm. in so, order to turn it back up? Yeah, um, I can tell there's a little bit of pain. Um, and while I can't obviously interview you, it's like, what, how do you go back up? And I was saying, like, when you, I was talking about the secret backpack before, a lot of people forget about what they did before, you know? Number one, you have to look at what you did before to get to that highest point where you are, but then you also have to combine it with who you've enhanced yourself into as a person, because I don't believe people change, I just believe they enhance who they are. And so there's the you that's back there that you're grabbing a baton from, but who are you now? Like, you have to connect to who you are right now and what are your needs and your wants right now, and that's gonna give you the power to push back up. You might, I don't know, but you might be in a different relationship. You might have kids, you might have moved a job or a house. And so all of these things that surround you are changing your roadmap to success. But you have to then go back and be your own GPS. Mm. Snap. But does that help? Because if it doesn't. Yeah, I think it does. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Hi, my name is Penelope. I'm from Berkeley, California, and I apologize for taking a chance at a second question, but in Lewis's documentary, he talked about hiding all of these things he was feeling inside, and they were being exposed through the different mannerisms and behaviors, and he talked about when he opened up about being sexually abused, that was the first time where he was able to tap into his potential, and you talked about being sexually abused every single night when you were eight years old. Um, at what point did you start opening up to people about that? And then how can you inspire all the people in this room to stop hiding the things that they're uncomfortable with and talk about it so that they can reach their potential? Oh. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, so the first time I opened up about it was in therapy. Um, I, t I actually told my mom. How old were you? When I was 21 years old, I told my mother. But it wasn't much of a help because it was more emotional. And then so I started going to therapy. The first time I went to therapy, and I was like, oh, this is going to work. But it didn't. <laughs> and then, okay, here comes a little emotional. <laughs> uh, okay. So then I met Scott, my husband Scott, right? And so I was the happiest I had ever been in my entire, I was so happy, I was like in love. But at 2 o'clock every night, I would start a fight with him. Mm. I would start a fight with him. I would, like, leave. This is in my 30s. I would leave the, the room, and he would be, like, so confused. Like, I would literally wake up mad. And I would, and I would take him on this, like, horrific journey at 2 o'clock in the morning, often. And then I was like, I need to go back to therapy again. Like, I don't know what's happening. And so... I, was, I would go to therapy every day. And then it was this one afternoon where I had to call my therapist. Like, I was so distraught that I couldn't even make it to her office. And she was like, you know, what's going on? I had never really talked about that before, and I was telling her what was happening. And she just said to me, when were you sexually abused when you were a kid? And I was like, 2 o'clock in the morning. So every night at 2 o'clock in the morning, not every night, but every night-ish at 2 o'clock in the morning, 
it would happen. And so once I realized where that was coming from, once I realized where it was coming from for me, then I was able to understand where it came from and not push it off to Scott. So now go to your question, when did I start telling everyone about it? Believe it or not, at that time, I had started to write my book. And once that happened, I stopped writing my book because I had to release this in order to try and motivate other people. Mm -hmm. And so when it finally broke inside of me, and when I finally realized, like, wholeheartedly what it is, like what the full struggle was, that's when I was able to talk about it. But I had to talk to myself first. I didn't know what that was first. And so, um, yeah, that was, the, that was probably, that was tougher than the actual abuse because it was realizing how I was affecting the person I loved the most and taking them on this journey and they didn't deserve that. And so I had to talk to myself. And the minute I could tell myself and look in the mirror and tell myself, that's when I was able to tell other people. Mm-hmm. And thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. Yeah. Okay. Hi. Hello. My name is Gina Molinari. I am hey, originally Gina. from New Jersey, but I live in Columbus now. We're part of Jersey. We're exit. Uh, <coughs> no, I'm actually in Parsippany. Um, oh, okay. I like it. Not really near the public. Uh, so I'm actually on two pretty major journeys at once, and okay. this is something that I really struggle with. Oh, yes, I'm going to get emotional. Um, so I'm not only on the journey of entrepreneurship and building my business, but also to transform my physical self. And I know one supports the other, but how do you prioritize and focus when you want to go bananas so hard in both? What was the last part? Sorry. How do you like prioritize? When you, you're saying go bananas is one of the, like, how do you go so bananas in both and, like, balance your life? Yeah. So it is about balance. It's about recalibrating every single day. And so, um, first of all, I don't want to say I'm sorry that you're going through this. I'm going to say congratulations. Mm. Because there are, there are so, can I go closer to her? Listen, there, Gina, there are so many people out there. No, there are so many people out there who they're going through this and they're silent. It's just like when Penelope Wright asked me, like, when am I going to break the silence? But you know, you know you need to prioritize. So everything else around you has to flow from everything that's around you. So your business is, don't mean it's in a negative way, it's a materialistic thing. Like, this is things that I don't know if it's going to help other people or it's going to make money, but that can't thrive without the happiness of you, the happiness of the internal you. So it's not really about balancing and prioritizing them. Like, you are the most important. And here's what I can promise you. If you focus on you every single day and you make you the priority, whether it's nutrition or whether it's exercise, that business is going to thrive in such a way because the energy that's going to take over your body because you've given to yourself. And then so the last thing I'll say is have a mirror moment every single day because a lot of people and I'm going to say this because you mentioned that you were on this weight loss journey and this physical journey and and fitness there are a lot of people who you may look at that might have the six pack who look in the mirror and don't like what they see and I tell them to have a mirror moment as well so instead of looking in the mirror and saying to yourself oh my gosh like I got to lose this weight you have to look in the mirror and be like your hair is lit today Gina (laughs) You have to look in the mirror, and even if you feel like, and I'm, the, I'm a full disclosure kind of guy, even if you feel like you got too many extra curves, that booty might be sitting right that day. So for me, I tell people, like, right, sitting right. So what is your best, I call it what is your best asset, right? 
Because here's the thing. I don't have my before picture here, but when I looked at my before picture, because that's why I started this journey, I hated my face. And I still wake up today and every day and I'm like, oh my God, I still feel like I had that fat face. And so, full disclosure, but now... If I go through that moment, I used to go have the mirror moments that I'm telling you about. And I'm like, well, what do you like on your body, Sean? And I was like, (laughs) you don't have to like it. No one else has to like it, but you have to like it, right? Have your mirror moment. Give yourself time every day, even if it's 10 minutes of jumping jacks and push-ups. But you prioritize you and everything else. I promise you will fall into place. Give it up for Sean T, everybody. Give it up. Give it up. We love you. I love you, too. Thank you. Give it up, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.